Hello, hello, hello everyone. Welcome to the Butterway Show. Here is where me butter gives it to you my way. So, for starters, we're going to go like this. At first, I was going to do this recording on voice notes. You know, so it could sound right, it could be better prepared, you know, any mistakes, you could record it again, chop, cut, screw, edit, you know. But then I'm sitting here and um, I said, nah, I'm going to go straight on live. Everything I say will be said. Everything I do, anything you hear in the background, you will hear. This is as real as it gets. The butter way. That's why I gave it to you like this. Now a minute has went by. And I'm ready to get into this segment. This segment here, you know, is about opening up your eyes and your mind to create the dream that you always wanted. I just came up with that, child. None of this is written. I don't got no notepad in front of me, nothing. You know? I'm working on getting me a better microphone so I can do these podcasts the correct way. But until then, I'm giving it to you as real as it is. That's what you get when you come to the Butterway Show. Um, Please tell your friends or tell a friend to listen to this segment here. This is going to be a good segment. Because I really have no one here. I'm by myself talking to you guys. And... I think everybody would be interested in what I got to say. Before I go on, anyone of underage, by law, rules and regulations, discrimination will not be held on this channel or on this segment. <laughs> Anything that I say cannot further be held against me in the court of law or in any hospital, medical, uh, uh, whatever. Everything that I disclose is my personal disclosure. That doesn't mean everything is true, and it doesn't mean everything is not. So, on that note, we're going to keep it moving. So much. I don't know where to start. Bear with me. Remember, this is not edited. I, um... Just want to say, you know, now, basically, due to COVID, a lot of people are having mental health issues. A lot of people are experiencing a lot of um, discomfort mentally, internally, physically, financially. Um, Relationships are being broken. Uh, and relationships are being grown. Um, people have so much things going on. And mental health is about to be one of the biggest issues that uh, the government, if you want to say, or just the government and everyone's going to have to figure out. So, you all could agree with that. 
Um, I'm just going to say this because I'm going to have another segment for this. So then you can listen to all segments. Everything, nothing's going to be in order. My segments are just what I feel like talking about for the day. So you can put them together and you'll get the story. <laughs> you understand butter eventually. So, just to give you a heads up where I'm going with mine in this segment and mental health and people losing their freaking minds. Two years ago, I was out on an injury from work. Months after, I got hit by a big truck. Excuse me. See, nothing's being edited. I got hit by a big truck. And um, from that injury, I was unconscious. I went through a lot, you know. So a year prior to Corona, I was already out of work. I had knee surgery at that time on one side. And I was waiting to get knee surgery on my other. And um, during that course of being out of work, I've been working for 20 years of my life. Always worked two jobs, overtime, school, my own businesses. I always was moving. I was in motion. I was a person that every day I got to get up and do something new. And I got to get up early because early is where the money's at. Early is where people are moving around and you can talk business and you can handle things early in the day. So I've always been like that. No matter all the other things I've been through in my life, which you will hear in different segments, I've always been a go-getter, a motivator, a person I get up and do. Had these accidents, put me down. Now, I've been down before, but I was able to still move. But when you down and you don't got your legs, where you going? Right? That type. That part. So, you know... As I start the first month of sitting there with a knee injury, it was hard. It was tough. Like, I was thirsty, and I couldn't even make it to my own kitchen to get something to drink. The way I had to use the bathroom was crazy. Like, like crazy. Like, pain to just even sit down or bend down or anything. You know? So you go through that. Then you go through the alone part because I don't have a husband. I'm at the age that I am. I don't have no children. I'm at the age that I am. And you go through all of that. Then you get out of that phase and you're like, nah, I got to do something with myself. So you try to take something up. So I took a course up. At this point, I won't tell you what it is. I took a course. But because of the course, well, because of the injuries, I thought I had more time than I had to complete the course. By the time, four months later, of going through the emotions of being hurt, injured, sick, in pain, not making as much money. But thank God, my bills was paid. I always thank God for everything. So on the course of four months of all of that, going through that and being in the house and being stuck, you know, like I was like, okay, it's time. Let me go get this course going. When I went to go click on to take the course, I didn't realize it was an expiration date. I don't remember the date, but it was expired. It was expired within like two weeks of when I went to go click on. So it expired before two weeks before I was about to go click on. I mean, when I clicked on, and um, I'm like, damn, I like it was expiration date. I thought I had forever. I paid for the course. I'm like, damn, 
I really wanted to do that in life. That's something I've been wanting to do since I was like 14, 15, before my life even really started. And I started working at 16 with working papers. If y'all know about that in New York City, you go to the goddess counselor, get your working papers, you can work, huh? Yellow and green ones. Like, every year you get a different color working papers. That's how I used to go. But um, when I was in high school, that was like back in 99, 2000, 2001, you know? So, of course, times changed. So, anyway, um... Forgot the fuck I was talking about. You see? This that shit I'm talking about. Oh. So I couldn't complete the course. Right? And I'm like, damn, something I wanted to do felt more like a failure. Can't move. Can't do nothing. Can't complete the course. Alright. Let me get on the big old tube. And y'all know what I'm talking about. I don't want them trying to come collect money because I said their name. They bugging the fuck out. <laughs> I don't want them to collect no old old views you got because I said your name. Like, no. So I'm on the tube, right? <laughs> you guys know what that is. You guys, you know what that is. <laughs> but anyway, I'm on the tube and I'm like, all right, let me figure out. Let me learn about something else I always want to learn about. See, me, I'm always a person that. I know a I know a little bit about a lot. So whatever I, my mom wanna learn or whatever I do, whatever I go research it. Old school days encyclopedias and all that. Remember those days? Like so I'm a researcher. And um I'm like, fuck it. I always wanted to learn about stocks and bonds and C D accounts and loans and credit up and all that. So now in the course of that I was getting my credit up, right? So which I did great on that. And um you know, I'm looking, like, what stocks to buy now, you know, write stuff down, then now I'm looking at what other business I could start, I'm in search, I'm in search, and I've been through so many other things in my life that would, been, had made me feel like, why, you know, so, this is just like, people say the icing on the cake, this was more or less like more candles getting added on in the cake ready for the flames to blow out, you know? So, um, yeah. So, basically, start looking that up on there, writing stuff down, feeling less and less and less and less and less worthy in life. And, um, she was bad. Started gaining weight. I gained, like, 70 pounds, 65 pounds. Taking medication. Going to therapy four or five times a week. Imagine being a, yo, who want to go to the doctor's office once a week? Or who even want to go to the doctor's office? Like, nobody wants to sit in there, Right? Imagine doing that four or five times a week. This is what your days became now. Your days went from getting up every day, making money, doing what you want to do, moving how you want to move. You know, ducking and dodging all the bullets that come your way from the negativity and the people and the this and that. And you moving. Your life is going though. And then now you stuck in a house, going to doctors, getting therapy for this, getting therapy for that, getting therapy for this, getting going here, appointment here. Appointment list so crazy, you got to have a calendar. You got to write in that calendar. Like, 
you like you'll forget like you're bugging out like this is a lot going on of shit you don't want to do <laughs> of stuff you don't want to do and it becomes draining it becomes tiring and you know all people could think of what's that favorite word when you get in an accident you suing <laughs> you suing right Aren't you suing? I know you suing. You about to get paid. When you sitting there like, really? <laughs> Ain't enough money can amount up to this. I can't walk. I can't eat when I want. I can't go get something to drink when I want. I'm using the bathroom crazy. I'm getting weight. I'm going to doctor appointments. I'm making it here. I got to go here. I got to try to walk here. My legs don't work here. And then I got to get this done again with another surgery and do this again. Like, what the fuck? Huh? Tell me. What money? Because at that moment, you ain't thinking about money. You thinking about, yo, a person's health is really the best. And, like, your health is more important than any dollar bill ever, any coin. Your health is more important than everything. Because when you can't move and you can't go do what you want to go do, it affects you. Mentally, physically, socially, financially, um, relationshiply, if that's a word, spiritually, huh? Like, in every way possible, it would affect every area of your life. Health is very important. And um, I went through those emotions, right? Still not working. Now, I thank God I was had the job I had at. You know, the hospital and workers' comp was good and God was great. And now, I was at my down point at this point. This was uh, October, November of um, 2019. Fast forward. Went to Africa. No, 2019, went to Africa. Try to get my spirits back up. So now we're talking about that one year, 2019 year, right? And then you're going to hear those stories of 2019 in another segment. So now we fast forward 2020. I'm already down. I'm already feeling like shit. But I'm feeling a little better now because something happened, which you will hear about in another segment. March come, coronavirus hit the city. Hit the city, right? It was like, whoa, the whole world just did a change. But it was weird because it was like the world that did a change now feels the way I feel. I wasn't happy about that at all. You know, some people feel like I want you to feel how I feel. No, because I'm like, damn, I just went through all of this. The same change that everybody's going through. Everybody's going through it together, though. You know, it's like the world is experiencing this traumatic issue. This traumatic uh, event together as one. Where I just experienced this traumatic event by myself already for a year. Alone. You know? So now I'm like, I don't know to feel good though about me fitting in now. Like I feel like people now feel like me. Not in a hatred way. Like yeah, now you feel like I feel low. No. More or less in a way like. I got people I feel relieved like other people is ain't like other people are sad other people 
feel lost. Other people feel confused. Other people feel like, what is going on? Other people feel emotionally distressed and destroyed. And other people, you know, uh, are feeling like financially uh, troubled. And other people are feeling. I've been feeling for a year already alone. I wasn't happy about it because I'm not happy about feeling like that for myself. So I'm not going to be happy about feeling like that for the world. <laughs> you feel me? No one should feel like that. No one. Or animal. I mean, well, animal, insect, whatever. That's how I feel. I really love. I love. And um, fast forward. Basically, if you look at where I am today or where I was a couple of days ago, where I'm getting to my segment, part two of mental illness, basically, um, if you look at it today, a year from now, if people don't get a change and get help, they're going to feel the way I was feeling a couple of days ago. And... Because that's only a year for them. I've been doing it for two. Going on three. So, you know. Now, you feel like people are with you. Because it's that virus and the world is just a mess. You feel like you um a part of something again. And um, I try to get my way out of there. That's what I felt like. I was a part of something again. And now, I got to... Look at how other people done it as far as where I'm trying to go in life and um, see how they made it through. But how they made it through ain't going to be the same necessary for how I make it through because we don't, I'm always feeling like I'm on two different type of times of other people. You know, everybody got their own life to live. So, you know, um, I paid for the school again. I'm like, all right, my first traumatic injury, I paid for this course. It didn't work. Another traumatic issue is out here, and everybody taking use of the virus money. I'm trying to take use of the time that I have during this, because now it's like a second chance, because I got, I looked at it like, oh man, another year this, but I also looked at it like, wow, what did I do last year that I felt that I can do again? You know, I, I'm always focused on a lot of things. Like, I could do this, I could do that. Yeah, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. I'm going to write this, I'm going to do this. I'm going to, like, all at once. They said, write down uh, which all you want to do. My page was a whole page. Like, of everything I want to do right then and there. Like, for real, a whole white sheet, loose, loose leaf page of what I want to do right then. What I have knowledge of to do, right? So, um, you know, I was like, let me take this course over, right? Right? And I was like, um, all right, let me call the manager or whatever for the school, let them know. So when I first, when I first, oh, fast, I'm back up a little. When I first took the course, remember, it expired and all that. I called the, the school and I said, we do the manager. I told her what, a little bit of what I've been through, you know, the truck hitting me and the injuries. And she understood that. She said, whenever you're ready, just call me. So now fast forward. 
So I'm like, let me take this course. Everybody is going through Corona. So many courses to take. It's so much information. Stocks are low. Because remember, I was learning about stocks the year before. Stocks are low. And all right, let me put money in the stocks because they're so low. The virus, like nobody buying nothing. Like, you know. And I started feeling good again. And I'm, I was doing whatever I was doing before when I took that trip to Africa, you know. And, like, everything was just, um... Remember, there's no editing in this, so whatever I say, it is what it is, so, um, everything was starting to seem like it was moving, and I, um, um, I went back to work, it's funny, I went back to work the day before my birthday now, fast forward, November, um, I didn't even take the course yet, I'm sitting here saying, let me do it, but I never did it. And I was just trying to focus on something to do, like, I want, like, all the things to do. And, um, I, um, was like, all right, let me go back to work. I'm feeling a little better, but not really. My injuries is hurting my knees. I still can't squat, walk upstairs. I can't do math stuff, so I went back. So, fast forward from that story, because that's in another segment. Um, funny thing is, though, my first day of work was the day before my birthday, I went back to work on Sunday, November 22nd, the day before my birthday. I'm like, wow, I can't go do nothing even if I wanted to. Once again, another birthday come, my whole 30s, I'm working every birthday. I'm either working or I'm out from injuries and I can't do nothing. So that's how my 30s was on my birthday. So I'm like, damn, like, once again, I'm back at work on my birthday. And I worked my birthday and all that. I didn't really want to do nothing when I got off. Or whatever. I was going to go out. And I really wanted to just sit in the house with my girls and shit. And just drink and just talk. But damn. You know. People don't want to be in nobody's house. Because I'm like that. I don't want to be in nobody's house. Leave my house and go to somebody else's house. That shit. Be boring sometimes. You feel me? But I feel like it was my birthday. So that's another story. Anyway. um, So now I'm back at work. So now I feel like life is starting again. Fast forward to that feeling. Right? Life is starting again. Fast forward to that feeling. I'm going to work every weekend. I can't work too many hours because of whatever's going on. Starting to feel pain again in my knees. I'm like, oh, man. Now, before that pain starts feeling, I'm like, let me take my job check and pay for this course again. So, I think that was like June, like March. Matter of fact, one year from the virus. One year from the virus, I'm like, let me do this course or whatever. I start thinking, like, last year I had a chance, whatever, whatever. So I pay for the course. I call a lady up. I pay for the course. Right? So you got four months again. <laughs> so she's like, you know, I'm sorry about your injuries, you know. Like, you got to do this. So the first month, I'm not really doing it. And um, that was like... I. No, matter of fact, the first month, honestly, I um I couldn't log on for some reason. Wouldn't let me log on to my phone. Like I was thinking because of the virus, you know, things been messed up. So I was trying to log on for them like two, three weeks. I couldn't log on. Then something was like, let me call, and I called. And when I called, um, they told me to call technical people, whatever. And then I we figured it out. It was like some I had to get some type of thing on it, whatever. So anyway, so then now I'm in, and I'm like, oh, it's a lot of reading. 
Well, then I'm, I'm on it, mad pages. I'm, you know, taking a couple of pages out the day and um, doing it. But my focus really wasn't on it too much. It was on it, but my ability to be motivated to do it was different, right? My energy, you know? Plus, wasn't quite confident because now we're going to go. I'm going to tell you I wasn't confident. So between confidence and lack of ability to be motivated and um, to do what you got to do is where we're going to go into mental health in part two. Take a quick break. Um, please come back. Y'all all listen to listening to the Butterway Show unedited. This is real. This is life. If you got somebody out there who can agree, if you have people that can listen to this just to better them or motivate them, and that's all I'm trying to do, is give somebody else hope, dreams, vision. Um, reality is reality. But once you have a dream, you could turn it into anything else you want. Because everything is possible with a dream. So, um, you just got to be able to make it. You got to be able to make it the dream. And that's why one of my logos, my slogans of my business that I'm trying to create right now is, and y'all better not take it, <laughs> I said it first, <laughs> is, but a dream, the making of, but a dream. Because your dream is you making it and creating it. And it's going to be something like that. And I'm sharing that with you first on here, on this show, in this episode, on this segment of mental health and how we get out of it. And what do we do? And what do you go through? So part two is coming up. Give me a couple of moments. I'll say we're going to take a five I don't even know y'all when I come back because I'm freestyling this so thanks for listening please tune back in please come back in a couple of moments I don't even know to tell y'all like I really don't feel like stopping but I know I gotta throw a, a, a um, advertise somewhere in the mix so I might as well do it now be back in two minutes
Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are back. You are tuned into the Butterway Show. That is me, Butter. I tell you with all my mind and my own way. I do things in my way and I share it with you. Thank you guys for listening, tuning in. Be back from the commercial break <laughs> or advertisement break, if you want to say, call it. Um, you guys have been awesome. I love my viewers. I love the people who listen because things that I share in here are real. They are real life events that happen to me or someone I know or a story I have heard. Um, once again, we are all, we are. Um, against all discrimination, anything illegal, any illegal activity. We do apply by all federal rules and laws and regulations. If you are underage, please be accompanied by an adult listening to this channel. Um, so, that's a disclaimer. We're in part two section of my talk. And... I will now explain to you how mental health, I have explained to you in part one, how mental health can be affected, how one way to occur it, um, to get it, to um, have it, or to start with uh, feeling uh, in a state of depression and anxiety. Part two of this segment will be how you are affected by it. So now... We were at the part where uh, my injuries have occurred, and um, being that I'm freestyling this, I really don't remember because of my injuries. Now, I'm just going to start off like this then, because I really don't remember the last part we was at. That's why I have to have a pen and pad and write everything down. And that's one of the things that, if you are experiencing that, or know someone who is experiencing this, they have to have a pen and pad and write everything down. Like, it's so helpful. Um, I know I was saying now I'm taking the course again and, um, I'm taking a course again. New York City is so loud. That's why I need to invest in like a microphone to do this. I am so apologize. I'm so... Sorry to my viewers, because I'm trying to remember what the freak I was saying about where I left off at. And this is one of the things I was saying about mental illness and how you get it. So, I pretty much got my mental illness, I'm going to start off like that, illness, from being impacted by the big truck that hit me. And um, that changed my life. When that truck hit me two years ago, my life changed. Um... My brain wasn't the same. My way of thinking wasn't the same, shall I say. Um, and because of that way of thinking, have gotten me into depression and anxiety and things like that. And I'm being honest with my viewers right now. At first, I used to be ashamed of what's going on with me. And um, I felt different and out of place. But now I'm realizing that this is really serious. And honestly, the coronavirus people experiencing it so much more it had me like at first remember I was telling y'all in part one that um you know I felt like oh people are now feeling what I'm feeling and understanding the feeling you know not even being impacted by a vehicle or by something to make them feel like this like things are really going on in people's lives 
And so now I realize, like, this, this is big. This is major. Like, like, people mentally are struggling out here. And no one's really recognizing it and, and like, really, like, talking about it as much. And I'm going through it. I always wanted to be the type of person to help the next person. And I'm, like, at the point where I have to worry about myself because of what I've been going through. But it's going to be one day I'm going to be that person to help the next person mentally. Because there's a lot of mental health out here. And um, that's where I'm going with that. So from from being impacted, I lost a lot of memory. Uh... My, my 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 thought process of um, how I communicate and how I speak sometimes is on pause. Like it goes, um, I forget the words that I want to say and I can't communicate the right way that I'm used to communicating. And my emotions are different. My feelings are different. My reactions are different. Like things like that affects you seriously. And people don't even know it because they don't understand it. So... See, it's easy to talk about things that people understand. Cheating, relationships, divorcing, right? Or food, dieting, right? Or um, education, or um, police brutality, or, um, you know, killings, murders, death, jail. Yes, people can relate. But a lot of people don't relate to mental illness, and a lot of people don't even understand that they're dealing with it or suffering from it. Or a lot of people don't know how to say they got it and don't know how to recognize it and not be uh, in denial about it or, like, to the fact of it, right, of having it. So it's a lot with it just by saying that. And um, so... As I'm going to school, I'm thinking I'm not going to do right. I'm not going to be able to do the test because I can't remember and shit. Right? Excuse me. I can't remember and stuff. I don't know if I got to take that part out. I'm not sure if we got to take curses out. I think I cursed like three times. I'm going to take that out. But anyway, I'm not sure. I'm going to ask. I'm going to call an act. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just as real as it is. So, you know, um. I said, you know, all right, my fear was not being able to pass the exam the first time I did it, not being able to remember what I'm studying, because even when I was trying to study before, the first time I took the course, I couldn't remember. Like, the next day, everything, I was like, what the fuck? How am I like this? When I used to be the type of person that can go ace a test without even studying, like, process of elimination is common sense, like, you use both of those together, you can pass anything, right, so now I'm not at that ability to think like that, so I'm thinking about, once again, why I got hit, why I'm here, why is life like that, just going through it, right, and then, um, I said, you know, let me use where I work at, my doctor's there, they good, I need to really talk to somebody, Right? And we all know what that means. I said, I got to stop being in the now. And I got to stop, like, you know, I got to deal with this. This is my reality for real, though. This is not a dream. Like, you know, this is my reality. Like, I'm really suffering. And it's so crazy because nobody would know. Like, my friends, my people around me, my family, they knew I was a little different. Like, the people who knew me from before knew I was a little different. 
But the people who know me now, like, they didn't really know because the way I held myself together and I'm always that type of person, the outside going always look better than the inside. And that's the way I used to think. But now that I'm sitting here talking to y'all, that's the crazy way to think. And that's the uh, not great way to think because it's like your inside should always feel better than your outside. But your outside and your inside should match the same energy. Like, this is all what I'm thinking about right now. It's so natural. It's so crazy. Y'all listeners right now is getting, y'all getting, y'all getting some good, some good info from Butter. <laughs> but, um, you know, so, I always would cover it up inside, but I was fighting and battling the fact that I knew I was a little off and different because the way this injury has caused my brain to to move like it's crazy like I can't even explain it to you but I'm trying to the best way I know how but my emotions and how I'm talking to you like it just did a 360 my life did a 360 like I used to move a little bit faster shake a little bit more get a little bit busy more motivated more more out there socially like hey how you doing like I'm, I was in fear to do so much thinking that people was gonna see the injury inside of me you know so we're going to fast forward two months from that four months of taking this course, two months in. Now I'm starting, like, all right, I paid for this course. Let me do this, like, right? But I know I can't remember nothing about writing everything down. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm going to work. But I'm struggling at work at this point because my body's starting to hurt. My knees is giving out. My mind, I can't remember stuff. Like, people giving me their names. I don't remember it two seconds later. Like, I'm just going through so much. And I'm still trying to go to the doctors and therapy and everything, right? It's a lot on me. And I'm still battling the fact I'm not where I'm supposed to be at in life. I'm not there. I don't have the same motivation. I can't do this. But I'm so smart. But I'm so educated. I've been here. I've been there. Like, it's so much that I'm thinking about and just going through. It's just like, it becomes overbearing in a person's everyday life, Right? Part three is so hard. It, it got to be a part three. I'm sitting here thinking. Whew. I might have to, like, stop this tape to do part three another time, honestly. Yeah. I'm sitting here, like, with my hands together, just rubbing them in. Whew. This is different. I don't really, like, share my stories and, like, talk to the people, to the world about me. I've always been that person everybody come to and talk to me about everything. And I just have the right info for them because nine times out of ten, nine and a half times out of ten, I've been through it. So it's easy for me to talk to somebody than it is for me to talk to somebody about what I'm going through and hear their advice. Or just give them my personal business or my... I'm so private, like, you know? I don't mind being there for other people because I don't don't really... I don't take nobody really being there for me. I don't even know how to accept somebody being there for me. Like, get to a point in your life where you... You know, you're alone for so long, doing everything on your own that you don't even know how to accept shit, stuff, and all that. This is tough, y'all. Part three is like, 
Mental illness is like one of the worst things that a person can go through. And I never really realized that until I was one of those people going through it. Until it became an eye for me is when it opened my eyes to see the danger and how one might see, one might feel emotionally, physically, mentally drained. Where be, finances is not even an issue. Especially, now, if you're going through finance through a mental issue, it makes it 10 times worse. We all know that. But for me, finance wasn't the issue. So, that wasn't what was bringing me down. Felt alone. No kids, no family, no husband, no man. You know, not many friends. But it's like... I ain't have friends because I didn't want them at first. Never did. I always felt like friends is a term of fakeness. A person that's temporarily in your life to get information out of you or one that is temporary in your life to learn something from you and keep it pushing. I believe in family. I'm a family woman. Like, A friend can become family. Yes, indeed. But you got to get out the friend zone to do that. You know, that takes time. So I never really let nobody even become a friend to even get a chance to touch the, out the friend zone. Like, <laughs> for real. Just me. Um, Then it gets like you're in a dark space, you alone. So... It's unbearable sometimes. Time and time and time and time again, going through the same things in life. You just want a way to escape. Part three. I'm just going to go now. And the way I thought to escape, I went by my house. And I thought about doing some things. I was sitting buy some water, getting my mind right, if you know what I mean. And um, it's at the point where I'm like, so I see a psychiatrist. It was my second appointment. It was during intake that same day. And it was so much going on already. My mind was just racing everywhere. I just went through a breakup. I'm not working. I'm back on disability because of my health. Yeah, I lost a lot of weight, actually. Remember I told you in part one I gained a lot of weight. I lost, like, 60 pounds. Stress, not eating right. Like, not, no, stress, eating right, intermittent stuff. That's another ebook I'm coming out with, a plan for people to lose weight, because I've been through it. So, you know, I just felt like, what was I waking up for? But in the verge of feeling like that, before that, I was feeling like that, but I was still doing this course, trying to 
you know, basically in my mind, like, this course is the last thing. Like, I'm tired of starting over. I'm tired of keep trying. I'm tired of fighting. I'm tired of keep, like, fighting, 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 fighting. And, yeah, you win some. But my fights, I've been taking a lot of L's. So I was like, dang, maybe I'm in retirement, like, tired of fighting. This shit whack. That's what I was thinking. And then, you know, start to think, like, I'm fighting, fighting, fighting like this, and I'm a good person. Like, I'm good to, like, no, for real, I'm not just saying this because this is me talking about me. Like, I'm really a good-hearted person, like, I treat, my main thing always when I first started growing up was treat, my mother always told me, you treat others how you want to be treated. My Nana told me that before she died. So, no matter what, even from young, I used to be like, certain things and I didn't understand it. And even now, it's just like, I always say, I'm not going to be somebody different because of how I was treated. So, I give everybody the chance and the benefit of the doubt. I treat others how I want to be treated. I just never understand why I always get the bad end of the stick. You know? And um, at that time, that day, I just came from my intake. And I was like, this is it. Like, I'm done with this shit. Like, God was the number one reason I sat there for three hours debating. Because I know I'm a child of God. All the stuff I've been through, he got me out of. I'm not at work. And, um, okay. Another segment that you would get to understand. But I'm just saying. Like, God has made the way through my whole life of struggling through this. Everything I've been through. All the stories you will hear. God has always been there. And never turned his back on me. When I give up, and when I wasn't even thinking him, when I wasn't even praising him. So, he never turned his back on me. So, it was very hard. That, 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 uh, knowledge of my God and Jesus, his son, that's my best friend of the world. That's my best friend. Jesus is my best friend. You hear me? You know everything. We talk. And if you don't know, you better get to know. But, um, and then it was another voice of someone. I won't tell y'all now, maybe later. It was another voice of someone that had experienced something I was experiencing and actually did it. And, um, that voice, I felt like I was sitting there with them and I didn't even know them. And it was like, they was talking to me. It was a younger person, too, like, talking to me. I'm like, it was weird, y'all, but it was real. So then, fast forward, one of my peoples called me, like, what you doing? I tried to act like it was about to break up. They came, you know, came, comforted me, we outside talking. Go to the store, I run into one of the guys I know in the store, and... He's asking me what I'm doing, and I'm talking about the course, and he's like, oh, I need this and that. If you could give me this and that, I'm like, wow. 
And um, he like, all the food is free on me. Don't worry about whatever y'all picked up, whatever. So that happened right after that. I'm like, wow, it's crazy. People care. Then I come in the house, right? When I come in the house, before I go to sleep, I'm all messed up. I'm, I'm out of it. Like, I'm not even myself. Like, the thinking process, my action. Like, I was like... Just want to disappear. And um, I looked on my stocks or whatever, one of my joints. I can't tell you what because I don't want them to come and sue me or get any money for what I'm talking about or any promotional stuff until they compensate out through the men. <laughs> 2001 world, right? So then I looked at it before I went to sleep. It was down a certain amount. I looked at my whole portfolio balance. I'm like, I can't wait to this get over two thousand dollars, right? I'm gonna just say that, and I went to sleep. If I wish to get over two thousand dollars one day, one day I wake up it's over two thousand dollars. I went to sleep. I woke up mad late. I normally don't wake up late. I woke up in the afternoon, late afternoon, right? I normally don't wake up like that time because. I get up, I try to jog, I try to keep myself going, but I was so, like, out of it. I felt non-existent, floating. I, like, I've been floating on this world for two, three years without doing nothing. Not working, not doing nothing. Like, I just feel like I've been floating, like, you know, non-existent, for real. Like, what's the point, right? That's how I felt. Woke up that afternoon, and boom. I went to go Google something I seen in the Google, da-da-da-da, this stock about a whole nother stock. Then I look at my portfolio, it's over the two, it was like 26. I'm like, whoa, I just said that, did I say that? I didn't even know if I really said it because I was twisting, I was like, not right. So I'm like, wow, it's crazy, I went to the store, this guy was talking about this with the course, then now I say this and now this is happening. Hold on, I'm thirsty, y'all. Uh, give me a second. <sighs> mm. If I can advertise this drink I'm drinking, the, the, the lemonade, like fire. I will advertise. Matter of fact, I'm going to advertise collapse. So I'm probably not saying it right, but that's the best lemonade ever. Like, what? If they reach back out to me and let me know I can advertise them, I'll tell you the best flavors, which one tastes like what, and all that. Until then, we're going to keep going with my segment, The Butter Show, The Butterway Show, The Butterway. So, I, um, see, that's the thing. Because of the traumatic brain injury I'm suffering from, um, you can start talking about one thing and forget what you were talking about before. Like, your memory is, like, short-term memory is shot, long-term memory is shot. Like, you just gotta wait till you catch it back, but I'm gonna just keep going. I don't even know where I left off at. Um, so, oh, yeah. So, the next day, I wake up, it's over, twenty like, 2,600. I'm like, wow, I just spoke that into existence, huh? The universe heard me twice. Like, that night I went to the store. God was talking about the course and what he needed, how I can help him. 
how I can help him. I don't know if I'm talking too low. And I'll come back and say this about this, and that happens. I'm like, wow. So then now it's time for me to take my class. And I really wasn't feeling up to it, because I'm like, whatever. Like, I was I was starting to get into it more. Now it's like the third month, I'm starting to get into it more. And I, I really just, that day, I just didn't want to be, I didn't even want to be up. Like, I didn't want to hear nothing, see nothing, say nothing, read nothing, talk nothing. Like, I just not, felt non-existent, y'all. And I own goals. Like, I'm just going to do the course. I'm just going to put it on. I'm here. I'm present. Like, you know? Then I realized, like, oh, I thought I was doing the Zoom classes, thinking that that was making me a present for that time, but it wasn't. I had to do it online, and I'm like, oh, shoot. Like, I just realized it, and then I was like, wow, I got to start studying because I didn't know what the expiration date was. I just know it was in that month. So in this month, because we're talking about reality, right, so this month, and it's got five more minutes left, y'all, for this recording. It's about to stop. So, um, in this month or whatever, right? So then I'm a, I'm gonna make this happen in four minutes. Watch. So, um, I uh, in this month, in this month, I can't. Oh my god, I'm panicking. See the nerves, everything, anxiety start kicking in, everything. This shit is crazy. Alright, so I realized that. So I started studying. I studied that day for six hours. I'm like, wow, this is something I really like doing. I studied for six hours. So then I realized, like, okay, I gotta pay for my state exam because of the virus. The dates are getting backed up. And being that the dates are getting backed up. Like, the, the, it's getting further and further away to take the state exam. But then I realized to take the state exam, you got to have a sponsor broker. So now I called the sponsor broker, and she was, like, the most inspirational person to me. And she's the person who told me about this course and told me what to do two years ago. But then I got into the accident. I had injuries and all that going on. So I couldn't take it, and that's when it got expired. And, you know, I was still trying to stay in contact with her because this is something I really wanted to do. And I know she was, like, the best at it, like, I watched her, like, I see the growth, I see how she is as a woman, I see how she do things, and I'm like that, and I always wanted to be that type, like, you know, like, for real, and when sometimes you're a woman, you gotta just recognize other women, and not hate on other black women, and not, if you wanna do something or be somebody in life, you gotta get with the people that you wanna do and be with, period, so anyway, so I call her and I'm like, oh, I mean, I text her and I'm like, can I be, can you be my sponsor for this? Like, I need that to take the exam. I'm taking it this day. So I didn't know how I was going to pay for the exam. And then one of my disability checks came in, the first one. And I was like, I don't care. It was a little bit of money. It was basically half my check and I took and I paid for the exam because this is something I wanted to do. I realized, like, I was about to, I was about to, I was about to meet my Jesus and my nana and my God, and not even because I would have did it sinfully. And for what? When I got all this stuff that I need to be doing, 
So now I got to change my friends. I got to change the people I'm talking to. And I got to put my mind on one thing. And that's this course. Because this course is going to take me to everywhere I want to go and be. And I got to be around these people. And I got to listen. And I'm matured enough to know that I'm starting from the bottom again. But I'm going to get up. I'm going to rise. I don't know how at this moment that I'm talking to y'all. But I know. I'm going to rise. I got like 2 minutes and 15 seconds. And... I just know that I was about to do something that where right then that same day, boom, this guy was talking to me about this, boom, free food the next day. And then I talked to somebody and then they was like, oh, I'm going to give you a gym membership. And that person was really inspirational as well because they have been through something of the sort that I was going through. And it's just so much connections. And then I talked to my brother and my brother's talking to me. and He's saying like, this is the first time I ever heard you like having a plan. You always on so many things and I respect you for it because you a go get it. You keep going. But this time you actually have a plan. You stay focused on what one thing. And that's what it is. You got to stay focused on one thing, mental health or not. My focus is working on me, my health, and this course. And this course is going to bring me what I need because this is what I really want to do. I'm spending hours now on it because I know I got a deadline. And when you know you got a deadline and you something you really want to do, I paid for this twice already. I got a deadline. like So I'm really focused on it. And as I'm getting more focused on it, I'm focused on what I could do with it and where I could go with it and what I like to do. And it's amazing that it's all this in the past couple of days have changed my whole perspective on what I thought life wasn't because I felt like I wasn't living a life and I didn't have one. When in a couple of days I realized I actually have a life and I actually can create my dream and turn it into a life if I stay focused on one thing. And stay focused on my health and what I want to do. And whoever ain't with it, got to go. I love you. I love you all. But I got to keep moving and keep stepping. And I got to stay focused in this part of where I want to go. And I'm better than this. And I have a lot more to offer to the world than I thought I did. And that's all I can say. Seven minutes down. Thanks for tuning in. The Butterway Show. Please share this with a friend. Subscribe.